John Boy and Jake Radio. It's Friday, whatever the date is. It's actually Thursday night. We're doing a late night recording because I'm jumping on an aeroplane to go over the United States, going to California tomorrow morning. Got March Madness going on. Got some weird stories. Jake, how you doing? You going San Fran, Oakland, San Jose? I land at San Francisco Airport, I believe. SF bro. Oh, and then I'm going all over. I'm going to Katie's parents in, you know, Pleasanton. Right. My my nephew Ike's birthday party in Big San B Francisco. Day. Back and forth the whole time. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, an adventure. I kind of realized that this was the only day of this the best weekend of of sports. One of the best weekend of sports. Today's the only day I could like sat in sat down and watch it all. Depend. What are you flying tomorrow? I'm flying. I land at one twenty on California time in the afternoon. But Katie's parents don't have cable. Right. But what are you flying? Because there could be games on the flight, which could be oh. locked in time. Yeah. Alaskan Airlines. OK. Not sure. No idea. Right. Not sure. <laughs> it would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, – maybe Saturday will be at Ike's birthday party. Oh, no, it's, oh, a, yeah. whole, it's a whole outdoor event. Because I was going to say Brett would have – my brother-in-law would have the games on. But, yeah. so I, What's I, I, an I, outdoor event? Like, they're, it's a backyard party. They, like, redid their backyard, and everyone's going to be standing and hanging out in the backyard. Nice. Yeah. One of those outdoor events. Outdoor events. Yeah. With the rains. Uh, I guess we go inside. It's an indoor event. San Francisco doesn't really, you know, there's a rain season and then there's not a rain season and they're, out, right. of the, they're out of the rain season now. All right. It's like November through February. Happy first, Ike. Yeah, one years old. I don't even remember my first birthday. Yeah, shouldn't. Be crazy if it did. How was your day? How was my day? My day was bizarre. It was uh, just keep, keep getting sucked into things day. I, I took some pre-workout to go to the gym at one point and then uh, had to had some audio troubles and then had had to do did some talking huskies and just just one of those get pulled days. But it was uh, it was all right. A lot of there's hoops on in the background of kind of anywhere I went. I grilled grilled some chicken for dinner for a little bit um that was pretty nice i don't know i uh i don't know how how was today i i need your rating i got i have no idea well today was like a war day for me like last night i was going to sleep like holy shit i put on my board everything i had to get done right record record jjr 
edit JJR, record the pregame show, edit the pregame show, record laughs from the past, edit laughs from the past, record six pack cinema headliners, edit six pack cinema headliners, record six pack cinema movie review, edit six pack cinema movie review, record JJR, this one, and then edit this one. And like an hour ago, all the way through the day, I was happy. I was like, getting through things on time and getting some other things done. And we're having a good t-shirt day for talking Yanks. So that makes me happy. And then uh, I picked up Katie from work at 10 o'clock and I had three podcasts that I needed to edit and do this one still. And I was like, Oh shit, I'm going to be up till midnight or I'm going to be up to like 2 AM. Yeah. I banked out last from the past and the two six pack cinema episodes editing wise. So fucking fast that I'm now happy with myself. Ooh, so you're back there. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm happy now because I'm through the thick of it. The lights at the end of the tunnel. This is really easy to edit because we consider it a radio show, so I don't edit it. Nice. Yeah, I'm, uh, I don't know. I got a little Lawford on in the background. I, I'm rooting for them. I think I picked them to win a couple games. Um, I don't know why they don't give it to the Fletcher McGee kid every time. Um, they just did, and he hit a three. I mean, that's. That's how that's how life works. How's your um, bracket looking? Bracket's okay. I mean, it's day one. I I think I've got two misses so far. Um, I think it was both seven ten games. Yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota, and Florida. Um, oh, I got Nova wrong too. I picked St. Mary's to clip them up. So three wrong. It's not great. I haven't lost any teams that go into the sweet 16, which that's kind of the goal of the the first two days of game. So I don't know. It's all right. They're playing basketball, playing basketball. I think I only have one wrong so far. That's not bad. I got uh Maryland, right? LSU, right? I got Louisville wrong. Michigan state, right? Zaga, I got Murray State right. We have to talk about that. I got Florida sure. right. Um, I got Florida State right. Kansas right. Auburn right. Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, I'm having a good first day. Yeah, you're t- tied for third in the brackets group. Yeah, that doesn't mean shit for now, but it's wow. exciting. It's nice. I mean, so much is left to happen. And I'm if if Wofford pulls this off, then I think I, I chose Seton Hall, right? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah. I think I did because I, I said New Jersey. You did say New Jersey. Yeah, so I chose Seton Hall. So we're seeing. We're, we're, so we'll see. It's good game right now, though. Yeah, let's talk yeah. about some of these games. I mean, that's okay. that's what the sports section of today's show. Oh, well, do you want to rate rate your day? Do you have an official rating? Uh, my brains. I'm like Swiss cheese brain. It's like a, like a three-day Swiss cheeser. Uh, I think lack of sleep's catching up with me. I, uh, uh, my day today, it was, it was a six, two. There's a, there's basketball on every hour of the day, no matter where I turned. That's, that's good enough for me. That's yeah. a good day. I'm actually going six, one for me, wow. which, is, which is high. Well, almost matched for the first time ever. That's my best day ever. Since Proud of you. Ranking days. Because I, I went through, I went through a lot of stuff and basketball is fun and all that. Did we, I didn't mark down what we gave ourselves this morning for yesterday. But no way. This McGee kid's out of control. He's awesome. Yeah, they're pulling ahead now. Well, we'll get there. We'll, well, we'll end up there. I mean, do we go? I think timeline wise is probably fun, right? 
Yeah, do you have the order in front of you? And and actually depicting how today went. Um, well, the first game was the Patino Bowl. Yeah, that wasn't an interesting game. They there was pretty it was pretty nothing. Yeah, Louisville, it, like Minnesota was. Get, there was two games today where the uh, the winning team was giving the losing team the chance to make it a March Madness game, and it didn't happen. And Minnesota Louisville was one of them. Like, Louisville had opportunities, and they just couldn't get through. The other game that it's getting out of my timeline, but it was Florida-Nevada. Um, Nevada had the lead. They had all these opportunities. Or, no, they didn't have the lead, but they – I think they went on a 9-0 run at one stretch, but it was over, like, six minutes, and they missed, like, a bunch of opportunities. So those were, like – those two games kind of robbed us of quote unquote March madness moments. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't get any of the um, Florida Nevada game. That's, that's the one game. Like I didn't see a second of. Yeah. That was, that was my cooking game. Yeah. Uh, well, Louisville, Minnesota was a bust. LSU, Yale, Yale made it close at one point. Like it, they were down a lot. And then I looked back and, and Yale was coming back and it was like, don't, don't do it. You nerds. I think they covered, which if, if you're a Vegas Yale person, that's what you're looking for. Um, yeah, that was – I mean, LSU, I think they went up 9 nothing to start the game, and then it was like 22 to single digits, and it's just like, okay, this – with Yale, this game kind of has to be done. Um, Vermont-Florida State was a game for a little bit, but again, Florida State kind of pulled away, and you kind of expected it. Like, you, did, you didn't see the magic in Vermont that they needed to win. I mean, maybe that's a humble opinion. I don't know. Um, I can't remember that game. <laughs> okay, not bad. I think the most memorable games for me today were uh, Murray State and New Mexico State versus Auburn. New Mexico State versus Auburn is the game of the day for me, unless this Wofford-Seton Hall puts up something special right now. New Mexico State versus Auburn was the biggest shit show end of a game I've ever seen. Yeah. Auburn kept saying, win this. Here you go, New Mexico State. Win this game. And Auburn and New Mexico State in return said, no, thank you. We're good. Like, we don't want to win this. It's a very kind proposition. Um, we are not interested. Yeah, I think you summed it up best when we talked a little bit before this and that that game was the epitome of college basketball for, I mean, game time or gameplay, it was probably 10 seconds. Real time, it was probably five minutes or so. This is but, what happened. I wrote it down. Right. Uh, New Mexico State's down two with like two seconds left in the game i think it was less than five seconds and the guy's got a wide open layup to tie the game but i don't know what he said post game he was unaware of the situation so he dishes it out to his teammate at the three-point line oh no i think he was aware i think they were going for the win i love that pass i that's it was it was gonna be semi-contended like he would have had a good shot at it but it was kind of scoopish Um, It wasn't a guarantee. I think it was a guarantee. I think that's crazy what he did. I think he had to not know the situation. No, he he knew. They were going for the win. They're the 12 seed. That's what they were doing. That was the plan. It was a beautiful play. I I don't think so. I think that was a mistake. Oh, have have full disagree. Why why would you go for the win? It's like 
it's overtime. It's not like you can win the game. <laughs> yeah, you're, but... you're the lesser seed. They've got more athletes than you. They're that that annoying white guy on their team fouled out. They kept panning to him, making the ugly faces on the bench. Yeah, I know, but that still doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, like it's, it's March it's Madness, Jim. You go for the win there. It's not like going for two because you have to give the ball over and stuff like that. It's like it, there's a, it's not sudden death overtime. Go to overtime, make the layup. Anyway, You're outmatched. That guy shoots the three, gets fouled on the three. Right. Because he was wide open. It was a it was a beautiful play. Sorry. Yeah, I, I think it was a mistake. Anyway, he shoots the three. He gets fouled after the ball's well out of his hands. Those fouls always crack me up because like right. it didn't mess with the trajectory of the shot at all. He terrible it. foul by the Auburn player. Yeah. So terrible. then it sends that dude to the line for three free throws to take the lead. If he makes all three, yeah. he misses the first one. He makes the next two. Thank God. Otherwise that guy's. On. No. I... Oh, he, he missed the second. No, he, he missed makes... the third. He missed. He made this. He made the second miss the third. Yes. So that guy's done suicide watch. Hide the knives. Yeah. And the, the, the third one, like fully lipped out, like, like unbelievable March madness lipped out. And then Auburn hits the rebound out of bounds to give him the ball back with another shot. Ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. And uh, they they run the inbound play, and the dude airballed the three. Yeah, had had a de- had an okay look for like one point one seconds or whatever. But yeah, and he would. They've made that shot earlier. That that guy and the other guy in New Mexico State. New Mexico State made a big three at one point to put it within two. Yeah. And just stared down the bench or, or in the slow mo shot. He was just staring like stoically, like yeah, I got this. It was that was a fun game, but. Sloppy game. None of n- Auburn should lose next round. Fun game should show at the end. Michigan State. Did you see uh, Izzo just screaming? I didn't really see a ton of this game. This this was this was a missed game for me. I saw it was tight. And uh, they, they yeah. pulled they pulled away when they needed to. Dude, uh, let me see if I can find a video of it. Izzo fucking went to town. On, uh, I don't know the player's name, Aaron Henry or something like that. Must be held back from Aaron Henry. I gotta try and find a video to get you to see this, dude. I've ne- it's yeah. one of the it's one of the most vicious scoldings I've seen a coach give a player in a long time. Nice. Like, I felt bad. Here, let me, here, here. I have it here. I'm gonna try and send it in the chat. There, there you go. Um. I, I, I don't know what he's mad at, and I'm sure that it's something people know, but I'm just not positive. But he's okay. fucking mad at him. Like the Blue coach, Brad. Henry is the player's name. And they have to get they have to hold him back like seven times. It's crazy. I'm trying to read. The yeah, article. and funny their their star their star guard Cassius Winston is like playing middleman, which is yeah. pretty bizarre. The Henry kid doesn't even know what he did wrong at this point. And then Izzo gets back up, gets in his face. Yeah, that's a uh, that's pretty intense. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Yeah, I guess he had five turnovers and missed both of his three point attempts. Coaches and, uh, don't like that. I guess Izzo 
didn't apologize in his postgame, said, no, nah, that's what I needed to do. Yeah. Crazy. Well, coach. Wofford just pulled ahead, like, viciously. Yeah. Up, up 10 now. Jesus, what a ridiculous play. Ah, uh, sorry, I know I'm ahead of you. No, you're, we're, we're at the same thing. Uh, yeah, the, the Fletcher kid. I I want to talk. I have I have a lot of things to talk about him. Um, well, if we're there, I don't know if we're there yet. Um, Michigan oh, State beat Michigan State pulls away from Bradley. Everyone was on high upset alert because that bracket sucks. So everyone has Michigan State playing Duke. So everyone was getting getting their their panties in a bunch over that one. Um, Kentucky absolutely floored Albaline Christian. Zaga, the same with Fairleigh Dickinson, their biggest tournament win ever. Um, trying to see what we missed. Kansas ran away from Northeastern. Yeah, the other story is John Morant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bet of the day. Called it. We, we were all over this. Oh, we won bet of the day, right? Yeah. Marquette nice. was favored. Jesus. Yo, Marquette, they did their job, Jake. I was thinking about this. Right. They were like, all right, we're going up against John Morant. He's going to be a top draft pick. He's their dude. We need to contain him. Make sure he doesn't get his shots off. And John Morant was like, okay, don't give a fuck. I'll take nine shots. I'll still get a triple-double, and I'll still be all over this game. He only took nine shots. Yeah. Yeah. That was was fun to watch. He was was crazy. He He was everywhere. 17 points, 16 assists, um, which is more than a lot of NCAA teams will rack up in a game. Uh, 11 rebounds, really impressive. It was showing the world. That's what March Madness is supposed to be. Um, and, yeah, I mean, we – I mean, for two guys that have been colder than ice on the bet of the day, Marquette being favored in this game, I get it. It was a 12-5, and the 12 had the best player on the court easily. Um and I know people were hyping up Marcus Howard, who ended up getting 26 points, 9 of 27 shooting. So, I mean, how much you're impressed by John Morant's nine shots. Marcus Howard literally took triple and ended up with <laughs> nine points more. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the Murray State Racers, man. Yeah. It's looking like the Michigan-Montana game is going to be nothing. That's a two versus 15. And it looks like – It's done. <clears throat> Looking like Purdue versus Old Dominion is probably not going to be anything, but um, Baylor Syracuse is close, so that's fun. Yeah, Baylor Cuse is is the last the last game to finish tonight, I believe. Um, or no, Purdue will finish after. Uh, right now, the tournament's hoping that Baylor Syracuse has a March Madness moment because uh, I don't, I'm not going to say we got robbed of one today. I feel I feel like this happens every tournament. The first day, there's not like the crazy March Madness one, like Maryland Belmont had a chance. Um, even dude, Nova St. Mary's Nova started falling apart towards the end. Like uh, if St. Mary's had an opportunity to get a layup that would have made it a one score game and they, they didn't take it. And then next thing you know, you're down six again, Florida, Nevada should have had a wire to wire finish. So I, I don't know. We, we only got what one actual shot at a buzzer today. Um. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Maryland Belmont. Yeah. yeah let's talk about no buzzer let's, beaters. Let's let's get to Wofford. And I've got a couple important things to say about this game. Let the people know. 
So, A, as I told the people earlier today, God damn it. they have a gentleman on their team, Fletcher McGee, who set the NCAA three-point shot record tonight. Um, he's made, like, I, I'm blanking on the number. It's, like, 504 career threes, something like that. Um, the, the 505, that was the breaking number. Um, the dude's insane. The dude's insane. He gets, he plays like, if you've ever played basketball with a friend who can shoot and they've made their past five shots in a row, he gets to play like that. He doesn't matter how heavily guarded he is. It doesn't matter where he is on the court. He just gets to shoot. Um, and he owns it and he's really good at it. And I think, uh, I don't know. I, they're going to be playing Kentucky next round. I picked them over Kentucky in my bracket. I think that's going to be this, like, this tournament's shining moment is, is little Wolford taking down uh, Kentucky. And more so on the, the serious analytics side, um, my girlfriend um, walked into the living room while, while the first half of the Wolford game was on, and she goes – yeah, I love this team because they're called Wolford. And I said, well, it's, they're not called Wolford. It's called Wofford. Um, and then I light bulb went off in my head. I was like, but you're going to like this. Their mascot is the Terriers. And she's like, okay, yeah, you get behind that. Dogs. Dogs. So, so then our boy, Fletcher McGee, hits a, hits, hits a three. And the announcer goes, Fletcher McGee does it again. And she started cackling. And I thought about it for a second, and I was like, she's right. Fletcher McGee? It's a great name. That's pretty ridiculous. Fletch. You think he goes by Fletch? Oh, yeah. Fletch, Mickey. Scene Hall just got their stick in there to have some fun. Everyone's crying on the bench. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that point of the game. Um, Sad times. To, to stop the 15-0 and 0 run that Wofford finished the game with. Jeez, it was like a tied game. Um, good, good for Wolford. Um, yeah, they went crazy at the end there. That's my second wrong pick of the day. 21 game win streak by the Wolves. Um, I don't know. I guess basketball wise, the only, the only other big thing I have is on John Morant and it's, uh, I don't know. I put myself in the coach's shoes. And, like, I was picturing him giving a pregame speech and saying, like, hey, here's the deal. That guy, that guy across the court from us today, he's a real good ball player, all right? We're going to have to give it our all. If we play as a team, we can beat any ball player in the country. And then I pictured him after the game, you know, they've been beat pretty good. They got beat by 20. You don't have a totally sad locker room at that point people have let out the raw motion by then and you walk in and you just go well guys you know it's it's never going to feel good but you're going to be able to tell your grandkids you played against that guy because <laughs> he's good total <laughs> he's total, real good total flip-flop one yeah. guy's not going to beat us if we play as a team hey that guy was unstoppable yeah you, you <laughs> for a guy like that you just flop it Nothing we could have done. No shame in that, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like uh, Baylor's 
Baylor's up five with two minutes left, so we'll see what happens here. Let's see what happens there. You got any other sports news that you want to do? Like everyone got extensions today. Goldschmidt's got an extension. Blake Smell, Blake Snell got an extension. Did you just say Blake Smell? Yeah, Blake Smells. He got an extension. Blake Smell. I think the the big news that rocked the sporting world is uh your guy is back, Jim. Who's that? Jimmer Fredette. Yeah. Little two-year little two-year contract with low sons. Um, he's 30 years old now. Signing him on the first day of March Madness is, I mean, hilarious on a few levels. Um, man, it was kind of funny. He there was something that he he was like balling in, in overseas in China, I believe, and he was getting the Starberry like famous treatment a little bit. But with the way the game evolved, everyone's like, yo, Jimmer, I think you could ball out in the NBA now. But he had something in his contract that was like he literally couldn't leave. <laughs> so I think he was he had to wait till like now. And so he signed. He's on an NBA team for two years. And I hope he does, does well. And that would be hilarious because, I mean, <laughs> in two years, he's going to be 33 or so. And it's like, damn, that <laughs> that sucks. Like ten, ten years, ten years later or ten years earlier, depending how you look at it with the league or him, like you could have been a stud. He's gonna be a stud. Like Trey Young is basically a lighter Jimmer for debt. Yeah, maybe Jimmer's like Trey. Trey's a little quicker, but I mean Jimmer has a body. Like Trey Young gets bullied. I don't know. I, I tough to find someone out there who's not rooting for Jimmer. Hmm. This maybe like an ex-girlfriend. Uh, maybe he's he's a BYU guy. I don't know yeah, if he he's, he's messes so around nice. with that. Yeah, he's so nice that his girlfriends are still rooting for him. Yeah. Or he stole my nickname, so I kind of don't root for him. Okay. Well, we've got the number one Jimmer Fredette hater, Jimmer O'Brien. Yeah. Those are the only people that hate Jimmer Fredette are people that think they might go by Jimmer. I went by Lil Jimmer first eight years of my life. Okay. Five we could bring that back. There was five, there was five Jimmies on my colder sack and I was the youngest. So there was big Jim, Lil Jim, um, Jimmy. And then by the time I was around there, I was Lil Jimmer. Okay. I like that. Yeah. I think it was like an aim screen name. Like one of the first aim screen names. I had. Ooh. And then I got, to like sixth grade, and I was like, I can't have a little Jimmer as my screen name. I need some cool as Skimmer fourteen. Oh hell yeah! Like that? Yeah, I like that. You want to do real news? We do some real news. Yeah, I mean the Bass Syracuse game will go in and out. Let's go. Beheim said, "Let's go. Let's go." Murdered a man. Yeah, literally. Uh, no, he killed him. He didn't murder him. <laughs> Huge difference, Jake. Uff. It's kind of crazy. I mean, that's why they say don't walk in the middle of highways. They always say that. Well, it's six o'clock. Time for the news. A Texas man brought his steer to Petco to test their 
all-leashed pets are welcome policy. A mother ran over her drunk son who wouldn't get out of the driveway. A Delaware teen is banned from playing lacrosse because his head is too big. This is the second too big of a head to play lacrosse story we've had in this calendar year. We're in March. Gucci is selling an $870 pair of sneakers that are designed to look dirty right out of the box. A guy spent six months recreating a Van Gogh painting using plants in a 1.2 acre field. Like my good friend Jake says, you can do anything you want in this world. Levi's CEO says, don't put your jeans in the freezers and never put them in a washing machine. And a murder and arson suspect was arrested after returning to the scene while investigators were there with lighter fluid in her hand. I read the news today, oh boy. Whew. All this happened today, Jake. The arsonist has oddly shaped feet. <laughs> Where do you want to go? Going for the kids. Where do I want to go? Kokomo. Um, interest, you know what? I'm going Levi's. Don't put your jeans in the freezer. Yeah. Old wives tell, he says. Tell him to shut the fuck up. (laughs) No, I I want him to tell him to shut the fuck up with, he says, don't ever wash your jeans. And he's like, I've never washed these jeans that I'm wearing now. I've owned them for years. What are you not fart? Do your jeans not end up smelling if you wear them a lot? Dude, if I buy your jeans, I can do whatever the hell I want with them. Yeah, well, that's true. Well, I think he was trying to say, like, they don't work. But, yeah, I can burn them if I want. Like, I will put them in the freezer. I will wash them. I'll wear them as a scarf. Like, don't tell me how what I'm supposed to do with the jeans. Okay? Guy. Do you wash your jeans? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think... I'm probably like a bi-weekly jean washer. Twice a week? By like every other week. No, that's what I am. Yeah, someone gets paid bi-weekly. I wash my jeans bi-weekly. Yeah. Well, what's it called when you do it twice a week? I think that's also, I think there's two bi-weekly. I think this is an age-old debate. Really? Yeah. It's either twice a week or twice a month. Bi-weekly means once every two weeks or twice a week. Yeah, it's wow. It means both. Just it was old as time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never heard it as twice a week. Well, yeah. I wash my jeans when they start to smell. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty that's a good metric. Yeah. So like this guy doesn't smell. Is that what he's trying to tell me? I don't think so. I think I don't know if that was an odd sales tactic or if there was something else he was trying to push that I, I'm not seeing. Um, I mean, to be to be honest, I, I'm not reading every word or any word to this article, but well, uh, step off. What about Gucci selling a $870 pair of dirty sneakers? Yo, click the link. Click the link of the sneakers. They're literally. <laughs> I th- I was expecting some more like um, derelict, uh, chic, homeless chic sneakers. They're literally. They just look like every sneaker I've owned 
the year before it was I owned them too long. That's what they look like. Yeah, yeah, these actually are like right in your realm of shoe. Um, yeah, and these I think these are they're supposed to be like throwbacks because they they are like Gucci shoes that I my knowledge my knowledge of Gucci shoes are these shoes. So I don't know if they were their only famous ones or if I just saw them in one right Birdman video. Um, but yeah, they look filthy. They they look like a pair of shoes you've worn for three full years. I'm all about shoes being dirty as soon as you open the box, but I'm not paying extra for that. I used to I used to weird my friends out in high school like David because I would right. buy new sneakers and the first thing I would do was put them on my feet and yeah. scrape them in the grass and scrape them in mud. Yeah, I'm against that. Yeah. Well, I never you know how like I never want to care about getting something ruined like when I bought my SUV. Right. I didn't want to be like, oh, my God, the first ding. Oh, no, I dinged my car. I just fucking ding that thing right away. Get out of the way. All dings are off. Once you get that first ding, once you get the first grass stain on your shoe, who cares right. after that? So I just get it out of the way right away. Yeah, I kind of I just skip that step and I don't care from the start. That's good. Yeah, I got I got to play tricks with my brain a little bit. Well, talk to your brain sometime. I also I also don't like brand new looking sneakers. The Gucci sneakers are worth looking at. My um, nightmare is me wearing shoes or sneakers and someone saying, "Yo, nice kicks." And then nightmare me, is the word you used. Well, it's a nightmare of mine. And like it's a situation I don't want to have. I used hyperbole, sorry. Okay. And then and then me having to like have a conversation about shoes. Oh, 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 what's wrong, honey? Yeah. Oh. Bad dream tonight. I've been having uh, uh, sleeping like terrors or whatever and scaring Katie. I'm turning oh. into my mom where every sound I just go, oh, oh, what? Love that. Yeah. Like, Love that. We fell asleep watching Cheers. So I was laying on my back and she had her head on my shoulder and I fell asleep and she just got up to like go to her side of the bed and I mm. went, oh, you okay? And I was like, holy fuck, I'm my mom. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just my mom, but yeah, so I've been having uh, stuff like that. Well, I'm sorry about your clean shoe terrors, dude. It's cars too. Like when someone would come up to me and say, dude, nice car. And then they wanted to have a conversation about my car. And I right. was like, I know nothing about it goes forwards, backwards, left and right. When I turn the wheel, like I know I can't can't be in this. Yeah, that's fair. You just you have to get a one line elevator speech there. Like when I I, I had my yeah, one I found it at the park. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a that's a good way to go about it. That's the joke route. Yeah, that's a good get out of there clean. Um, yeah, I mean I would I would go my my one car that I that I liked that I owned was my uh, my Audi, and if any car person approached me on it, I'd just be like, yeah, I think it's pretty good looking. Yeah. And that's like, that's my way of instantly telling them, I don't want to talk cars. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Yep. I was the same way with like uh, sneakers and hockey equipment. Like I never was a gearhead when it came to sports. Right. And some people get so into it. Like, dude, what skates you got? What sticker are you using? I'm like, oh, yeah. man, I don't know. I just went to the pro shop, found the curve I like and grabbed yeah. it. Like playing the actual game. <laughs> that's kind of it. Big fan of playing the sport. Yeah. 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 Uh, how about this Delaware team? A band, the lacrosse. Speaking of lacrosse, 
we got right. another person that's head is too big for lacrosse helmets and you have to wear sanctioned insurance approved helmets and they don't make the sizes big enough. You know what I think? I think this is an underlying problem lacrosse has had for a decade, but the big headed people haven't had a voice. And that college right. kid from a month or two ago, he became their voice. And we're getting a lot of the big heads coming out of the woods like, you know, I always wanted to play lacrosse too, but you know, my head's too big. Yeah, this issue is close to your heart, and it couldn't be further away from my heart. I'm, I'm happy we're finally getting rid of these big-headed monsters. It's pretty fucked. Like, let him wear a helmet. Yeah, like, it's one thing if this kid was going around and he's just, like, headbutting everyone, and it's, like, because he has a massive head. Um, if the kid just wants to play a sport because you got to extend the helmet a little, I mean, what, like, when does logic kick in, people? Oh, I just turned it on its head. The big heads are dumb. Yeah, agree. Licenses or helmets get insurance because they have a fucking sticker on there that says, like, Kaha approved. That was, right. That was California Hockey Association. Kaha. And, sure. like, my dad and I would just take the sticker off one helmet, put it on the other if it didn't have it. Right. Like, they could they could just put stickers on helmets. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's, that's, pro, that's, that's the trick to get around this. Um, I just solved the issue. Cheat. Did you click this? Did you see the kid? Yeah, he's got a huge head. Big kid. He's 15. Huge head on the kid. Your 6'2", head? 230. His head looks like what Nick Proach looked like as a kid, as a baby. Yeah, I don't like his lips. Well, everything about his whole head is just too big. He looks Irish to me. Definitely Irish. The lips are throwing me off, man. He's got like the big bottom lip and he's got this like teeny little top lip. I think he's frowning in that. I think he's making a weird face. He's making a sad face in that pic. Did you scroll down and see the next one? It's not as bad. Yeah, it's not as bad, but it's still lip game. Lip game not doing it for me. So I'm tell this kid he can work. I'm staying away from his lips. He looks very European, like Irish. Still, he's 21. Yeah. All right, what other story do we have on here? Uh, a guy spent six months... I, wait, no, 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 Jim. Mm -hmm. Second to last line in this article. He, even if Boyd can't figure out a way to play, he wants to be a trailblazer for other big-headed kids with a stick and a dream. So you need to write in here and be like, dude, back of the line. You're a follower, kid. Who's he following, the other guy? Yeah. Yeah. He's... He, it says he wants, which makes me think he said this, but he wants to be a trailblazer. Well, you blew it. That kid was, this journalist was like, do you think that you're speaking up for other kids with big heads? And the 15 year old kid was like, yeah, I guess. And then the yeah. journalist wrote this line. Oh, he wants to be a trailblazer for all big headed kids. He's out. Done. He's out. He's out. I bet there's a lot of people with really small heads that have to put socks in the helmets to make them fit better. No one's crying about them. I think so. I don't think it works that way. Yeah, there's a lot of kids playing lacrosse with socks. As a, as a leader from the small head community, you just wear human-sized helmets instead of alien-sized helmets. Uh, we, I've seen a guy with a head half your size. His name was Peter P. We You're trying to tell the people 
you know someone named Peter P with half the size of an already small human head. Pete's head was smaller than your head by a good, good amount. Pete P? Yeah. You're just going to have to show everyone a picture of you and old Pete hanging out. I don't want to dox him. He's yeah, very well, shy. <laughs> Barely talks. <laughs> you suspect. Do you not know what I'm talking about, or are we playing the same game? Yes. Okay. College roommate. Tiniest head. Oh, I think he listens. Hey, Pete. No, he doesn't. Yeah, dude. I talked to him the other day. Pete listens to this. Yes, dude. You still talk to Pete. What's up, Pete? How you doing? Yeah, we talked sports the other day. The Red Sox suck. Boom. Why don't you ever talk to me, Pete? All right. How about this guy who spent six months recreating a Van Gogh painting using plants in his 1.2-acre field? This is your dream for you can do anything in this world. Well, the website is canyouactually.com. Um, wow. So, yeah. Can that, this, be uh, new, can that be our new, like, like catchphrase? Like, uh, you say... You can do anything in this world, and I say, can you actually? Yeah, that sounds bad, but um, took him six months, 1.2 acres. And, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's supposed to be a fake life lesson to the kids because I want it to seem ridiculous. But, like, just, just put anything down you want to do and, like, write out the steps to get there. Like, if you think, if you think there's not a point in your life that you can get 1.2 acres of land somewhere and you can take the time to make uh what freaking artist is this van gogh mm-hmm. like just write out the steps because i'm telling you you can't what what the the recipe for being a man who recreates a van gogh painting on his field with his tractor the pathway to get there is be a successful rancher own a lot of land be married retire have no idea what to do with yourself and annoy your wife endlessly until she kicks you out of the house and says just go do anything right and then there you go that's how you become the picasso of of farmers so his name is stan Hurd, because obviously it is stanard Stannard. Heard has been doing similar types of artwork or earthwork since 1981. Guys, again, listen to this. 1981. My dude Heard has been doing earthworks for 40 years, people. I didn't get it. I realized in my late 20s that to create my monumental earthworks beyond the design and actual creation of the work, I had to develop skills in public relations, communications, media relations, logistics, and fundraising. Yo, how is this dude taking pictures of his earthworks before drones existed? Like in 1985, when he completed his first thing, did he have to like call up a helicopter and be like, hey, can you take a picture of my field why is there Dude, someone I, missing i think so no, no, I, I drew a picture in the field <laughs> you this might be something to check in with your folks because i feel like back in the day it used to be a thing where 
Like, I, I remember going to a few. Oh, we got a paraglider crash in Colorado. This is my first time watching the news this year. This is pretty wild. Um, did you ever go to houses that had the aerial view of the house? Yeah, you would get your Google Maps and it would be there. Right, but before Google Maps. Oh yeah, it was like a it was like a door to door salesman type service. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he probably was just buddies with that guy. Huh. Yeah, I guess so. Because that's what I, I'm picturing. My uncle Charlie, who was a guy who was like the least lavish person you could ever picture, but like he had one of those. Just because I think it was like, this is our land, this is our house. Dude, what an awesome gig. Go to someone's house. Hey, do you want a picture of your house from the sky? Whoa. Yeah. Who took a picture of my house? Half the people fucking wanted to murder that salesman. You spying on me, dude? Where's your camera? How high up were they? I mean, was it? did they team up with like hot air balloons? No, it's a satellite. A satellite? I'm talking like pre-satellites, dude. I told you, Uncle Charlie wasn't lavish. Satellites have been around forever. I mean, we're talking Sputnik and stuff, but I I think for just taking casual pictures of properties, I think they used to do like hot air balloon type stuff. Maybe. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that we got a, a little back-end research when, when you're at the one-year-old B-Day this weekend. All right. I'll find out. If anyone knows, ask your parents. How did the door-to-door salesman just like, hey, I got this picture of your house from the sky. You want it? It's 20 bucks. Because now I'm almost picturing neighborhoods getting together and being like, yo, so we'll we'll get a picture of your house. It's 500 bucks. You get a couple of your neighbors. I go up in the hot air balloon and I'll get I'll get all four of your guys' houses. You know, the guy makes 2000 bucks to get the hot air balloon up and going. That costs a couple hundy. He makes a profit off of it. It's a good gig. It's a good. What do you system. see that just stabbed you? Uh, well, a Gonzaga dunk on one of the highlights. Just vicious. Nice. Just over one of those fairly Dickinson kids. <laughs> like being mean. NEC. Uh, you know, I, st- I talked to someone in a hot air balloon once. Okay. We were driving around town and they were like crash landing. We stopped the car and yelled up to them. Are you okay? And they yelled back to us from the hot air balloon basket. Where's a field? (laughs) 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 For real, I was with Jackie and her dad. Then you yell back up and you say, you got a better view than me, dude. (laughs) No, you're like... The high school's that way. <laughs> Have you ever been in a hot air balloon? No, I, I, I passed the window. I'm too scared of heights and a pussy now that I don't want to do it. But um, I was I was about to book one in college for uh, a girlfriend, an old girlfriend to like do together. Nice. But dude, with my um, existential anxiety. Right. There's no fucking way I could be in a hot air balloon because it's all about like that feeling of, oh, shit, I could just jump right now. Why? Why? Nothing's stopping me from doing this. Like, that's so weird. No, it's helped me get over my existential claustrophobic anxiety. Anxiety. Because I have those thoughts all day. Like, drive off the highway. Let's do it. Yeah, I have the. We're dead. I don't want to. I don't. I think everyone has those thoughts. No, it's 30 percent of people. It's where it's where a minority. 
I think, no, I think there's just 30% that are willing to admit it. And the other 70% are scared that if they tell someone that, that people are going to think they're like suicidal or nuts. Maybe it's called the, I think so. It's called the call to the void. Dude, I have it every day. Like it's, and they say it's a nagging anxiety. Like it's not, it's just going to nag you. Every time I go pee in a urinal, when someone walks into the bathroom and pees next to me, I think you could just shoot me in the head right now. Yeah. Like every single, I can't stop myself from thinking that. And then I think, fuck, I could die right now. And then it's like, oh shit, that's a bummer. Yeah. It's every moment, man. Life's special. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. According to studies, but you might be right. They just might not be admitting it. Like, I think it's a theory. I think there's a serious, a lot of people think about every seven out of 10 people, you know, who would feel comfortable saying like, yeah, everywhere I go, I think about my potential death. Like, I just don't think people can be open about it. Maybe it's like uh, male rape victims. There's a lot more reported because people are embarrassed about it. They don't want to admit it. And that's where we always land on this show. I was a male rape victim once. Can't talk about it? Um, Safe place. No, I think my parents listen to this show. Yeah, that's true. Just joking. Hope that doesn't come up at the one-year-old birthday party. It's funny because sometimes when my family's together, they listen like in a group setting. Right. In my nightmare. Right. Don't do that. And then I'll walk into the room and then I'll be listening to a show that I'm talking on and this can't happen. Just have the clean shoe nightmare instead. Like my new shoes? Oh my God. I do have new, my shoes that Katie got me, my boots that Katie got me for Christmas. They're fucking awesome. They're like maroon. I feel so stylish in them. Are you wearing them right now? Yeah. Give me a little leg lift. Let me see you get athletic. I'm going to take the headphones off. Be an athlete. Well, I'm just going to take them off my foot and show you. (laughs) Be an athlete. Because I remember them, but I haven't seen them in a while. Okay. Because, yeah, when you say maroon, I picture that not being a shoe color in my head. I I think that's more brown than maroon. But, yeah, I like those. The website says maroon. Here. I like them. Maybe there's no light. There was. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not a great. I'm Colors borderline blind. colorblind, so to me they look a little brown. Well, they are they are brown because maroon blends into brown. But yeah, I'm like saying a little more brown than maroon. Yeah, but they look nice. I'm glad you like them. Yeah, it's I got to put all my winter stuff away. The East Coast is different than the Bay Area, where like once it turns into summer, I take my pants and my shoes and I my hood my and I just put them in a closet and don't look at them for months. Sure. The Bay Area gets cold every single night of summer. So, like, it could be 100 during the day. It's going to be 60 at night, and you're going to want your pants. The area. All right, let's do bed of the day. I beat the beat the up, 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 now up. Now we're on a fucking heater. Heater. Bed of the day. It's the bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bed of the day. Bed of the day, it's the bed of the day. Ever since myself and the toilet face god have joined forces, we're undefeated, we're unstoppable, we're the best in the world. We are one and oh. Jake. Yes. What are we doing today? Yes. Um, 
Jim, I just want to make sure this is the freest of money. Um, ooh, I like that late game, but that's too late for people. St. Louis, Virginia Tech. I'd, I'd, I'd hit St. Louis there. But, Jim, the bet of the day, and this is as free as money comes. The freest money can be. The University of Virginia plays Gardner-Webb tomorrow at 310 Eastern Standard Time. How is this so easy? What's the spread? The spread is Virginia is favored by 22. And you're hammering Virginia. I'm hammering Virginia. They are going to slaughter Gardner-Webb. Virginia's good. Virginia's a good basketball team, and they had the biggest egg on their face that could possibly happen. We talked about the consequences. If they if they somehow lose this game, their basketball program is literally over. But not literally. No, but literally. Because why do you have a basketball program to try to win games, to play and win games? And no one ever wants to do that for you again if you somehow lose to back-to-back 16 seeds as a one seed. They are going to come out. I wouldn't be surprised if they're up 20 at the half. They are going to win this going away, closer to 40 than 20. How many carryover students are on Virginia from last year? Uh, Their best player, Kyle Guy. Okay. Which I think that right, that's in, the I'm most in, important. Yeah. If they're not up thirty by half, they fucked up. <laughs> I think twenty. I think twenty at half is a fair, legitimate number. You think they win by forty? It's going to be closer to forty than twenty. And Jim, the uh, I'm I'm just double checking the two one Gonzaga won today by thirty eight, and who's the other one seed that played today? Um. Who's the other one? Or do three ones play tomorrow? Yeah, three ones play tomorrow. So the one one seed that played today won by 38 points. Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Hammer Virginia. You're going down, Gardner-Webb. Why don't you make up your fucking mind? Choose one name to go by. Yeah. That's what I always say about colleges. Just be Gardner College. Or I Webb think we've University. talked about this before. I think that's a guy's name. Or isn't it a it's a hyphenated name? Yeah, it's two, two guys. guys, two guys. That's what I'm saying, just choose one. No, come Web, on, man. Web University sounds pretty cool. John Boy Radio. You go to Web. Web would be cool. Yeah, <laughs> playing for Web this summer. They could triple. Yeah, their recruiting, their merchandise would get so much better if they just went by Web. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that is Gardner. You're done. God. Gardner is a good run, but good luck tomorrow, Webb. You're getting killed by forty. See ya. Wish me luck on my uh, flight. It's gonna be need luck. I guess is what I'm saying. He needs luck. He guesses. That's what he's saying. We'll be back Monday, unless uh, we can't do it because I'm busy in California. We'll see. Should, we'll see. Be able to, should be able to make it work. See you guys. Ever.